Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 29 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our paid subscribers and by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including online training and one-on-one coaching to independent writers, creative and solo professionals, and very small business owners. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website, through the Substack app, or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro, outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Hey, good to be here. Okay, we're going to have two topics today. The first topic is on Ukraine. And we want to talk about that. Well, especially I want to talk about Mm -hmm. that. Because there are a lot of misunderstandings about Ukraine, about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and about why we should care about a country so far away from us. And in the second part of our podcast today, Keith is going to talk about President Biden and the DNC plan for the 2024 primaries, where the order of the states who have primaries has been decided to be changed significantly. Okay, so I want to start up, start with uh, Ukraine. First of all, it is Ukraine, not the Ukraine. And it back in the 30s or before the 1930s, it was a part of Russia, as were many other countries now that are not part of Russia. And this is this was during the quote unquote glory days of Russia after the Russian Revolution in um, the late 1919, somewhere around there. But Ukraine gained its independence, but as it was gaining its independence in the 30s and 40s, Russia literally murdered millions of Ukrainians for having their, having the nerve to have their own separate country and their own separate language, uh, mainly by starvation. They starved to death millions and froze to death many more millions. And that is on top of the Jews who were taken and put in the concentration camps in Germany. As a matter of fact, the grandparents of the current president of Ukraine, Zelensky, they were they were killed in the ovens. Uh, Zelensky is a former actor and entertainer who came to the presidency, and he is Jewish. Although Ukraine is primarily a Roman Catholic country, and he has he was elected president and reelected. He's extremely popular in Ukraine, and he has been working very, very hard after, since the Russians invaded last February. He was offered a, a plane to get out of out of there for his own safety. He said no, and he's been staying there in Ukraine, working and fighting to save his country ever since. So why is Ukraine important? It is actually, it is in land size, it's actually a very large country, comparatively. So it's, it's larger than some of the other smaller countries in that area that also got their independence from Russia. 
But also, very importantly, Ukraine is very big in agriculture, especially grain. Ukraine is called the breadbasket of Europe because it produces more grain than any other country in Europe. And it because it's on the bore on on uh, some waterways such as the Black Sea and all of that. Those ports export grain, especially to Africa, and so that's very important for Black people to understand because when the grain exports are halted in Ukraine because of Russia's aggression, African countries are the ones who suffer the most. So that's very important for people to remember, especially Black people or people who care about Africa, for us to remember. Also, Ukraine is a democratic country. That's why Russia hates it. Ukraine is not now a member of NATO, although it has recently asked to be become part of NATO, which also makes Russia angry because all of the countries around Ukraine are part of NATO. And the Americans, the United States, is, is helping, helping Ukraine as a part of NATO. This is not a war between the United States and Russia. This is a war where NATO is protecting all of the countries around Ukraine that are already part of NATO and also supporting Ukraine, even though it is not technically a part of, of NATO, because if, if Ukraine goes down, then that is, is, is bad for all of the countries around Ukraine that are in NATO. And so when we talk about, or when some people, I should say, mm -hmm. talk about the United States giving so much money to Ukraine, we're doing it as part of NATO, not as the United States, technically. And in NATO, we are the largest country in NATO. So, of course, we give the most money because we have the most money to give. And, by the way, we have enough money to help Ukraine to give reparations to African Americans here in the United States and everything else. It's a matter of priorities. And so, for those people who say, why are we supporting Ukraine? Number one, it is a democratic country, and the last time we let a non-democratic country take you know, march through Europe was in World War II, and you see what happened. We are not, uh, we are not, when I say we, I mean NATO is not going to allow that to happen again. That's why NATO is fighting Russia. Hey, yes. And real quick, and just I wanted to emphasize two the importance, two things. One, you talked about how Ukraine matters because of exports to Africa and mm -hmm, how that affects mm -hmm. Africa. And also, and I even said this early in one of my comments because I felt it was important. I knew a lot of African Americans were asking, for all of a sudden everybody's worried about Ukraine. What about African countries right, having all these right, problems? Right. And that's a legitimate concern. It's not to be talked because because I, I was very upset about that. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing we have to keep in mind: number one, yes, we do need to pay more attention to those conflicts. That's very important. Mm -hmm. So that's not misguided. But also, as as you just pointed out, if you allow a nation like Russia, same thing like what happened with Hitler, to completely get out of control, that affects. All of us. Right. And the hard truth of it is, and once again, I emphasize, we do need to pay more attention to these conflicts. But if the African conflicts that we know about, Somalia, other areas of the country, that will not affect the entire world. Right. You know, if Putin has his way, what he's trying to do, same thing as what Hitler was trying to do when he was trying to overtake Europe, that affects the entire global balance, which affects everybody, white, right. black, no matter what. Right. I mean, right. it, it, and that threatens the entire global balance. The other thing, real quick, I don't want to read the whole thing, but I was looking at some information about people say, why does Ukraine matter? And it, it has a long list. And some of these said, first in Europe, improving recoverable reserves of uranium ores. Second in Europe and 10th place in the world in terms of titanium ore reserves. Tw uh, second place in the world in terms of explored reserves of manganese ores. It go goes on and on in terms of just 
number one, ore metals and minerals that are valuable to the entire world, right, right. where it's, it's number fourth largest in rye producer, third largest producer of potatoes. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people thought I thought that was Ireland. Right, right. <laughs> but, but it goes... It goes or Idaho. <laughs> Idaho, Idaho. But, but it just goes to show that it this affects... Everybody. Right, this affects right. everybody and, and it emphasizes the importance that it's that we may live in different parts of the world, but it's still one we're world. All, and, and, this, and, and it's way more interconnected than it ever was. Right. You know? And something that I found out that I did not know until after the Russian invasion in my job as a solopreneur who runs her business almost pri- primarily online, like 98% mm. online, I did not realize until after the Russian invasion that four of the apps I use every single day to run my business come from Ukraine. I never knew that before. But I, you know, I turned on the app right after the invasion and all, and these apps had the Ukrainian flag and said, please support us. I did not even know they came from Ukraine. So they have a lot of software engineers and, and, and companies and things like that, that make these apps that we use every single day coming out of, out, out of Ukraine. And so it's very, very important for all of those reasons for us to make sure that Ukraine is, is, is successful in pushing back the Russian aggression. And it is important for NATO. Now, remember that the former, the former guy tried to dismantle NATO tried to pull the United States out of NATO because that is what Putin wanted. And President Biden, one of the first things he did, but especially after, just before the Russian aggression, because Russia said they were going to invade um, Ukraine. So in a few months before that, he pulled all of the NATO countries back together and, and where, where, they, where there had been strained relationships and things like that. And where the former guy, I don't even want to mention his name, the former guy tried to pull us out of not only NATO, but also all of the other international treaties and organizations in which the United States is a part. Well, President Biden went in and strengthened all of that and said that all of us together in NATO have to fight back this Russian Russian aggression. Russia only, Russia only invaded uh, Ukraine because Ukraine is decided for all of the things that it, ha- it has, number one, the grain, the minerals, the technology and all that, but also because Ukraine for... 50, 60 years has been an independent country and they want to remain independent, even though they are right next door to Russia. Russia wants to make them part of Russia again and will do anything. We'll, we'll, we'll burn the country to the ground if necessary. So that's very important to remember because with the Republicans having a very narrow majority in the House, one of the things they said they wanted to do was to reduce or eliminate our support to to Ukraine. And that's important because it's all, as you point out, this is also part of a worldwide push right. towards towards dictatorship and fascism. And, and when you look at what the Republicans tried to do when they held their uh, convention, where was that? The dictator. Oh, oh, oh or- Orbach from, or Victor that Orban. was CPAC. CPAC, the right. CPAC. political action right. committee. And so, and the, a lot of conservative Republicans was, they were openly saying, we don't really care about democracy. We want our guy in. And this right. is why we're going with, behind Victor Orban, who is a known fascist and what's happening in China. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and what is, Already happened with Hong Kong and which are, and 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 now they're going for Taiwan. Right. And again, it's the whole push of trying to put everything under one umbrella right. and erase democracy. So what's going on? That's the other important part of what's going on in in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. What's happening in Ukraine is is so important because it, this needs to be pushed back because this is part of a worldwide right. push. And even the woman who lo- who lost Marie Le Pen who mm-hmm. lost in right. France, France right. she lost. Thank goodness. 
But that whole thing, and also the man who lost in Brazil. Right, Bolsonaro. Right. Again, the, for finally he lost. But this whole thing is part, and they're also in communication with one another. That's exactly. what people talk about. It's not just that they're doing this independently. They're right. all watching and in communication. Right. So if, we, if we're not involved in that, right. and, if, and if the Republicans have their way, this will be part, this will be in one and another string. Right, right. Of of country and the formerly the most powerful nation on earth now tied in right to a global fascist push, and that cannot be allowed. Exactly, to exactly. And this doesn't even bring up the human rights atrocious that that Russia is putting on the Ukrainians. They when the Ukrainian soldiers come in and retake some area, they find hundreds of bodies just buried in shallow shallow friends. Not then these are civilians who have just been shot in the head and dumped dumped somewhere. They're finding thousands, tens of thousands. Uh, they are, uh, the Russians are, are uh, getting the women and the children, taking them over to Russia, raping the women, making them pregnant so that they will have Russian children, and making the children learn Russian and become Russian citizens. And so when we talk about human rights atrocities all over the world, including on the continent of Africa, including in the, in the Middle East, including in Asia, we have to include this also. Because we're, and, and we're either for democracy and democracy can take several several different uh, variations, but democracy as a whole or authoritarian dictatorship. And when the former guy tried to blackmail Zelensky and Ukraine by withholding the regular financial aid that we give them as part of the United States, unless they use their intelligence to look up bad things about Joe Biden, even before Joe Biden had even uh, declared himself as, as a candidate. Okay, that was blackmail. It was already decided and already voted on that we, meaning the United States, not as part of NATO, but just the United States, would give a certain amount of financial aid to Ukraine. The former guy wanted to hold that up with, as blackmail because he's doing Putin's bidding. So these these uh, Congress people who are saying we're going to we're, we're not going to fund Ukraine anymore, they're doing Putin's business. Are you Russian or are you an American? And America itself and as part of of NATO supports democracies around the world and pushes back against dictators. So I just wanted to get that out so that people would understand a little bit more of who and what Ukraine is mm -hmm. and why it is so important that we as the United States and as Americans continue to support Ukraine individually as American and, and also as part of NATO. Right. No, that's extremely important. Think, right. And we'll probably talk more about that uh, later. Uh, and then I guess we can switch. Yeah, now we're going to we're going to uh, we're going to switch because um, so many things so many things happened this week um, in politics. But one of the things that happened just I think it was just yesterday as we as we prepare already. I mean the elections aren't even over yet. But as we prepare to get into the next presidential election season, which starts immediately, <laughs> but technically starts in twenty twenty at the beginning of twenty twenty four. Keith, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, but what happened was on, on the on the first, a couple of days ago, actually, President Biden is asking the leaders of the Democratic National Committee to make South Carolina the nation's first primary state. And this is a huge, huge thing. Because for as long, of course, most of for decades, for decades it's, it's been Iowa. And Iowa's always and then been New Hampshire. There. And then New Hampshire, you know, has, has been, what well, percent? Iowa's the first one. First, Iowa's right. And then first, New Hampshire right, right, behind, right behind it. it. Right. And so they, and that, and that has become almost tradition. And, and it's been a this part of discussion in the democratic circles for a long time, particularly in minority communities. But overall, that Iowa does not represent in, in, in demographically or any, any kind of way the rest of the country, especially right. not the democratic party. Right. Right. It, it right. Because the democratic party prides itself. 
on on being a big tent. Right. Like, whether it's gay rights, African Americans, Latino, Amazon, everybody. As you right. represent all those. The Republican Party has become not just overwhelmingly white, but just white nationalists at this right, point. Right, exactly. So it it makes no sense. I'm not saying that Iowa was a white nationalist state at all, but Iowa is ninety percent white. Right. And it makes no and it's also one of the smallest right. states in the nation. And President Biden said he thinks that South Carolina should be the first. And obviously, this has a lot to do with, you know, James Clyburn. Right, you know, who, right. He would not have been president. You know, James Clyburn, I'm sorry, Representative Clyburn had not given him the thumbs up. And, and, and people then, forget because Biden lost Iowa and then lost New Hampshire and he was getting ready to quit. Right, right. He was getting ready to quit at that time. And, 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 Jim, that, and Jim Clyburn came in and, and not only did he say, go on to South Carolina, but he told all of the other people who were vying for the right. Democratic... To, to quit and give their support behind Biden. Right. And also, remember the Representative Clyburn, it was his wife who told him to do it because he right. wasn't sure about right. that. Right, And his right. wife was the one who said, that Biden is the way you need to go. And that wasn't too long before she passed away. Right. But so when Clyburn did that, so that obviously has a lot to do with why he chose that. Right. He knows, as you say, who, who butters his bread. But it's right. also more than just politics. Dan's the one who brought you. Right. <laughs> it's also more than, but it's also more than just politics. Because if it was just politics, that would, that wouldn't be great. Cause mm-hmm. not, but it's also acknowledging what's been said for a long time, that this, that Iowa has worn out. It's, it's, it's useful. It's, it's right. welcome. It's I mean, it, and they want to hold on to it because they, because they, Particularly, Iowa looks at the fact that the fact that they're small, the fact that this, they think that's great, and then they believe themselves as the the regular ordinary people. And of course, when you campaign in Iowa, they have the caucus, where, right, you know, right? So, just, so candidates there, are oftentimes in somebody's living room, it's a small thing, and it's cute. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not, and it's, and it's nice, but it's, but they think that's the way that should start things. It's like, no, we're past the living room, thing. right? Right. You know, right. And like I said, it, it's cute, it's nice, but no. When you're looking at states like California, New York, and South Carolina, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. are far more representative, right. it makes no sense, and it's not it's not justifiable. And as you pointed out to me yesterday day when we talked about it, they say it's in their state constitution, right? Right. But that means not, that has nothing to do with federal. This right. is not an election for from who's going to be pre- governor of Iowa, right? Yeah. So I think, and not only uh, that. This is the, the DNC, the Detroit, uh, the Detroit, the Democratic National um, Committee approved by Biden's plan. And so for the Democratic primaries, the Republican primaries can do whatever they want. We do not have to have primaries together. And often we right. don't. So if Iowa still wants to be first for the Republicans, let them go ahead. But then South Carolina should be first for Democrats. And as my, speaking of Iowa, the reason why the Iowa caucuses are like on January 3rd, they were last year, is because it's in their constitution to no matter if, if somebody else, meaning another state, signs up to be first, they move their caucuses ahead to continue to be first. Right. So this is not going to be easy, but it's going to be very transformational. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's very transformational. Look at South Carolina. South Carolina is 5.1 million people. It's, it's 68, what is it, 68% white and it's 26% black. And then it's, after that, it's, it's other races, Latino, Hispanic, which are more around 1%. But then when you go to the state of Iowa, Iowa is 3.1 million people and it's 90% um was this yeah, 90.1% white 4% black and and the only other thing, only other group that gets close above is it was a 2% Asian and 6% Hispanic so you can see right there mm-hmm. you know where you know what the difference and then I think uh Michigan is coming in fifth fifth, fifth. Yes. so when you get to you know this is Nevada I want to get to them in a minute but uh, yeah Michigan uh, Michigan has more populous than all of us, almost as mm-hmm. big as both of them together. Michigan has 10, 10 million people. 
But but our state once again is seventy nine percent white, fourteen percent black, is five percent Hispanic, and so I think that yes, seventy four percent white. So I think that you know again once again it, it really shows the importance you know of the of the diversity, and right? So, because whoever is first, when Iowa's first, it always sets the pace, right? And, and the media contributes to that, rightly or wrongly, because all the focus is on Iowa. People so, are already going to Iowa. Right. Yeah, so, so some people who are thinking about running for president, this is 2022. They're already going to because, Iowa. Because they know that's, that's the trend. Right. I mean, they know that when everybody, everybody whoever comes out of Iowa and, and, and hits Iowa, they're thinking, okay, this person is, is leading the pack. And that and it's, it's and, not even true. A lot of folks have come out of Iowa and didn't win. Right. Or didn't, didn't even win the primary, let alone the presidency. But that is, it, I think this way, it also gives more encouragement to non-white populations that we matter. Right, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. I mean, cause if we keep on having, when you t- we talk about white privilege that we have often on this show, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate of white right. privilege. Right. I mean, why do you get to choose first when the party, when the, when it's been as, as well established mm-hmm. that the most influential block in the Democratic Party is not just black people, black women. Right. You know, so how do you start with a 90% <laughs> state in the party that, that, that where it was a black man, South Carolina, that's responsible for the presidency and it was black women who turned that over? Right. You know, and so. And, 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 so. and, and like I, Keith and I were talking about this earlier. When you look back at some of the recent or in the last last several presidential elections, really good candidates lost their candidacy because they lost Iowa. And Iowa is so it shouldn't even count. But then the message is out there that they are losers. It happened to Joe Biden. It happened to Barack Obama. He lost Iowa. It happened to Governor Dean. He lost Iowa with the with the Dean screen. screen, Right. But Iowa is so non-representative for good candidates to be labeled as losers because they lose the Iowa caucuses. And also for them to have to put so much money, money in resources. Money, right. That's the thing because if you're starting there, your resources begin to t- begin to fritter out. Right. And and also that determines the amount of resources you get later mm-hmm. because candidates that are viewed as not viable that's when the that's when the endorsements start to fall right so let's say okay this guy didn't he's not pulling it so all of a sudden you can't get any money your right. money starts running out well if you if that's being determined by Iowa right as to whether or not people say well are we going to turn our money to this person or that person that doesn't make any sense and that's again why it was so important. For uh, Jim Clyburn, not only to say you have to come to South Carolina, even though you lost Iowa and New Hampshire, but also he told all of the other Democratic candidates, drop your candidacy. We are all coalescing behind Joe Biden. He is the only one who can beat Trump. All you guys are great. But the number one thing is to beat Trump. And that's exactly what they I did. Did they all do that in South Carolina? Uh, yeah, all of them except I think one person. One person, okay. I think it was Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, held yeah, out yeah she didn't drop out. Yeah, she yeah. didn't drop out until Michigan. Yeah. But for the most part, Elizabeth Warren, who was our number one choice, choice. and she was still on the ballot in Michigan, which was not until March. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, people like Pete Buttigieg and Joaquin, um, Joaquin Castro and and, and Kamala and, and Kamala Harris mm-hmm. all dropped out and put their votes and and their and their support behind Joe Biden and that also shows that the Democrats for the most part are united. Mm-hmm. Even this week, Representative Jayapal from Washington, the head of the Progressive Caucus, said, "I never thought this, I would say this, but Joe Biden should run for president again." I am surprised at how well he's doing. So. 
I go ahead and, and talk about the rest because right, it, it right. because it's South Carolina, then Iowa and New Hampshire. Like they're two and right, three. Right, right, right. Then right. Nevada. So you know, I want to talk about Nevada and then Michigan. Yeah, in Nevada, do I have this up here? No, I'm sorry, this Iowa. Let me get the the right one here. But in terms of population, well, while I'm getting that, the important part of, important part about Nevada is that once again, it's a it's a diverse it's a diverse state. Right. And so I think that it's extreme. Here we go. The, the Nevada also has about that's about the same size as Iowa. I guess three point one million. people. People. But the once again the diversity because right. you have you have it's seventy two percent white but then you have, it's ten percent black uh nine percent Asian and uh four percent two uh, two or more races and then so the, you know, once again you have how much percent Hispanic Hispanic oh I'm sorry no, thank you twenty nine point nine percent Hispanic and 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 that's and once again and that's why that's, you know, that's why they want to go because to- of, mm-hmm. of all the of all those top five states that's the one with the highest Hispanic right. representation. Which again, and so when you look at all those, all the states together mm-hmm. that, he, that he's chosen, they really, st- they still show, they show much more of a strong representation. Right. And also where they're located. You've got the West mm-hmm. with Nevada. You've got the, you've got the Midwest with Michigan. You've got, what else? Nevada's no, Northeast. No, 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 Iowa's. No, 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 Nevada's more west. west no, no, right? I said New Hampshire. I'm sorry. New Hampshire. Yeah, you're right. New New Hampshire. That's the other, I'm sorry. New Hampshire, right. Northeast. So you've got, so you've got the Northeast. You've got the Midwest. You've got, at the, the plains, west, which the plains, Iowa, Iowa plains, and and, mm-hmm. and and then the mid and then the west. Oh, well, South Carolina, the south, South Carolina, South Carolina, the south. Right. south. So we have that. So we've crossing all all the areas. So they so they get in the geographic in the, in the first five primaries. In the first five primaries, and that's extremely important mm-hmm. because before, as you said, it was Iowa, and then it was New Hampshire. Yes, yeah. And so you're starting off with the first two, and that can really throw it off, right? Because once again, as as Pam pointed out, if you have a good candidate like a President Obama or whoever, Governor Dean, Dean, who who they lose Iowa. So it's okay, well, I got it. then then they're saying, well now I gotta get New Hampshire. Well that's the same well very hey, close demographic. They're right? demographic. They're not in the same part of the country. We still talk about overwhelmingly white, tiny location. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it makes no sense for us that you have to prove yourself once again right. to, to to white people basically two times in a row. And said so that needs to be switched. Right. And I think that this was very as you said, very transformational. It's a right. very big right. deal. Mm-hmm. And 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 it goes along with the fact and Joe Biden understands this. And like somebody said, you dance with the one who brung you. And South Carolina made him president. Okay. But also his recognition and the thing that Republicans hate, this is a multiracial, multicultural country. Whites are still in the, in the majority for now. For another t- ten years, no, maybe. No, ten, yeah, that's right. But um, for the most part, and this is what the Republicans hate because they think the only true Americans are white, Christian, straight males. They that that's all that counts to them. Anybody else doesn't count and is not really a true American. And so by the Democrats saying no, we're going to expand this and make everyone count at the very beginning, including the white people in in Iowa and New Hampshire, that this we recognize, yes, America is changing, and we have to move with the changes. Right, right. right. So, um, go ahead with it. So, so that, that, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, we wanted to get those two topics. We'll have a lot to say after next week, after Reverend Warnock wins Georgia. <laughs> but next week, and, and plus next week, we're going to get into the holiday season. Right. Because say, the, 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 the election in Georgia will be over, so the 22, 2022 elections will finally be over. And of course, Reverend Warnock's going to win. Right. But so, but that's enough for today. But I just wanted to remind you that our podcast is brought to you by our paid subscribers at wearespeaking.substack.com and by 
Our company, The Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community, where we work with independent writers, creative and solo professionals on branding and marketing services through online training, one-on-one and group coaching. And you can find out more at TeamOwens313GCC.com. Talk to you soon. Yep. See you next week.